When I try to remember how the year 2000 sounded, I hear Britney Spears, Madonna, Destiny's Child, Kylie Minogue, and most unforgettably, the Dido song that Eminem sampled on Stan, ringing in my ears and in the background of my fondest memories. However, despite the high volume of female voices blaring out of car stereos and in Sony Discman, a study conducted that year revealed that women only accounted for about 5% of the force behind what we were listening to. And though the next decade and a half saw countless technological advances lower the barriers to entry into audio production, that number only climbed about 2% by 2016, urging many to wonder what, exactly, is the deal with women in audio. Earlier this year, CUNY's creative arts team joined forces with the Mayor's Office for Media and Entertainment and NYS Music to launch Sound Thinking NYC, a pilot program for young women interested in audio production. The group of 11th and 12th graders spent the summer visiting recording studios, learning about the science of sound, meeting people in all corners of the industry, and developing the tools to produce their own audio. And earlier this month, we were lucky enough to spend our Saturday with Joanna Sosa, Salinas Hermida, Lucy Bernheim, Naya Blankson, Crystal Romales, Angie Raimundo, six young women who are exactly old enough to know what a podcast is, but too young to have ever seen an actual iPod. They spent the morning with veteran multimedia producers Annie Malamet and Keisha T.K. Dutasse, learning everything they need to know to go from good idea to final mix. Then, armed with Zoom recorders and handheld microphones, the young women went out into the world to capture its magic. Okay. Looks like you're recording. How does it sound? Good? Okay. After, they reconvened to talk about what they saw, heard, and learned out in the field. It's recording right now, I believe. Yes, it is. So pause it. Girl, I didn't know you could get down like that in Brooklyn, USA. Here's Annie. So what did you guys feel like were the biggest challenges when you were out there? I mean, for me, it was like finding actual people that like, they didn't mind get their voices like recorded and they would like ask like where is this gonna go and like you know like them actually saying yes was like a problem yeah yeah I think actually speaking to people the first few times because like the first time we went up to someone we were kind of like oh uh so do you want to um speak to and you're really nervous excuse me uh we were wondering if we could uh record you for a podcast we're doing for a school project okay oh hi sorry we were wondering if we could record you for a project we're doing for school what kind of oh oh no we're just wondering if we could interview ask you some questions about music or anything like that okay oh okay yeah are you good all right thank you i mean we got like rejected a couple of times but like when we actually got people it was like their stories weren't really like similar they were like very unique it was interesting Me and Salinas, we were asking people on the street, what's the weirdest thing you've seen like in New York? There was this one guy where he was telling a story that I personally found like I, I like really, really weird. He said he saw... A garbage truck backing into a bunch of garbage bags and about a thousand rats come out of nowhere. Yeah, and I think that happened in Manhattan. I think there's a video on, on YouTube about it. One of my favorite stories is um, one time I was on the subway and there's like this argument between a man and a woman about a seat. And then this other guy starts trying to like break up the fight. 
And then as soon as the fight calms down, he says, attention, ladies and gentlemen, I need, uh, I'm looking, I'm trying to I have a baby and I've been unemployed for two months and I really need the money and I just got a job offer, but in order to accept this job offer, I need to come up with $200 for an uh, insurance policy by 5 p.m. tonight and I have $120 and so I still need $80 and I, can you help me? And he goes through the subway and that's it. And then two weeks later, I get on the subway at the same exact time and the same exact stop with the same exact guy. And he tells the same story with all these numbers and dates and his baby and all these things. And I was there with my sister and the subway was kind of more empty that time. And I say, kind of louder than I uh, would normally on the subway, I say, I saw the same guy say the same thing two weeks ago. And he winked at me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah, that's a real New York yes. story. What about uh, challenges with the tech, with the equipment? It was very straightforward how to use. You know, there's the start, stop, record button, so. Uh, so um, Angie recorded um, a couple of different ambient, like, ambi sounds. Mm -hmm. uh, so we went to the subway. Kendall. We went to McDonald's. We stood near an intersection to get like the sound of um, cars and stuff. We were also going to do a couple of interviews, but we actually only ended up getting one, and that wasn't even recorded. <laughs> so I had to retell the story. But um, I mean, honestly, that's I felt like that was kind of my fault because. Even though like we, we were like still experimenting with the with the audio recorder, I didn't honestly I thought it was recording because it's my first time like just looking after it. We kind of like learned from that and we were like, okay, so now we have to take the moment to find out when it what it looks like when it's recording. Right. Um, okay, so did I record it? Wait, hold on. Did it even record? Oh my god. Wait, hold up. Did it even record? Oh. So could you tell me what happened? Um, basically, we were just, um, we interviewed someone, we found some, someone that was coming from out from this building, and, um, we talked to him, and we asked him, what is the weirdest thing that you've ever seen in Brooklyn? And <laughs> he told us a story about how he saw, he, one time he saw someone take a dead pigeon and throw it from the top of a building down, <laughs> and hit a guy on the head with the dead pigeon and then start laughing. And I wasn't ready for that, <laughs> like at all. I really wasn't ready for that, but it was, that was pretty funny. Learning on the fly, right? The really the only, the only real way to learn it is to actually do it. So we can talk at you all day long about how to use the equipment, but once you're out there, right, it's a whole different ballgame. First, you went to Guitar Center and you were asking people about like their favorite types of music and if they were playing, like what kind of inspired them to play and things like that. I think that my favorite one we did, we were talking to a woman who was talking about how Avril Lavigne really inspired her to start playing guitar um, and how like discovering Avril Lavigne like really shaped her entire life and like her music taste. Um, and I just thought that was really cool because 
everyone in this room like loves music and has like an artist or artist or anything that has shaped our lives in some way. So I thought that was cool. Hi, my name is Naya. My name is Lucy. And we're going to be interviewing people on the streets and at Guitar Center, asking them what music they listen to. And if they play any instruments. Hope you enjoy. Do you guys play piano? I used to. Like, I'll kind of get it back. <laughs> what, what about you? I can produce music. What inspired you, like, to get into music? Um, I don't know. Just kind of as I've gotten older, it, it seemed like something that I was kind of attracted to. And um, just kind of tried, tried to, you know, play some of the songs that I've, you know, known over my, over my life. So. What's your favorite song at the moment? My favorite song at the moment? Wow. That's a tough one. Um, I would probably have to say... It's tough. Mountains in the Mist by Fish. So you play the guitar clearly. So I was wondering what got you started into playing or like what inspired you to learn? Um, it's pretty simple. It was Avril Lavigne. <laughs> I, I was like, I think I was eight or nine when like Skater Boy and all that came out. And I had the tie and I had the shorts and then I needed the guitar. So that's why I started. Okay, well, so you've been listening to her for a while, and that happened. Any other artists that inspired you, or anything like that? Yeah, so it started Avril Lavigne, then I got very into Paramore. That was one of my teenage years. Um, I was in like rock bands and that sort of thing. Um, and I guess now it's like Julian Baker and, and those kind of artists, or like Phoebe Bridgers, Soccer Mommy, all those, all those badass ladies. <laughs> yeah. Do you write your own songs? Uh, yeah, but I will. <laughs> Who's your favorite artist at the moment? Uh, I don't have a favorite. I have a bunch of favorites. I love Janelle Monae. I love SZA. I love Beyonce. I love Erykah Badu. I love, you know, I have a whole cluster of favorites. We were just wondering, so what artists have you been listening to recently? Uh, uh, ministry. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's, uh, probably not good for you guys, but uh, <laughs> it's an old industrial metal band. Oh, okay. So yeah. what made you get into this band? Uh, I went and saw Nine Inch Nails in October and it reminded me to go back and listen to all these groups that I used to listen to in high school. Do you play any instruments by any chance? Uh, I barely play the guitar. Oh, okay. What, a couple chords. Oh, what inspired you to play? Was it listening to these bands? No, I played when I was a, a child and I never progressed. So I bought a guitar when I got older and continued to not progress. <laughs> but it relaxes me to sit and play. We learned a lot today about the different genres of music people listen to and what instruments they play. A lot of people really want to learn instruments, but never have had the time. And it's really cool to see that people are starting to learn them. Hope you enjoyed our podcast today. Bye. So because we are constantly thinking of... Uh, the end product, right? You guys all told me about an interesting part. So my brain is already thinking, right? You've all given me the audio. So like what you said about this garbage bag thing, I'm going to go straight to that, right? And put it in with what you said about, well, you know, we ask people about weirdest things, garbage bag story, right? So, Because I got to take all of what you said and make it into a piece, right? So like this group right here. This Avril Lavigne piece stood out, right? So if this person has said something interesting and poignant, that's going to come next and represent your group, right? And maybe you got some ambi of Guitar Center or people playing yeah, stuff, yeah. right? You got some of that? <laughs> yeah. Perfect, right? You see where I'm going here? I'm like finding stuff, using what you're telling me to like produce it in my brain. So like tonight, 
when I go to my computer, it's not going to be exhausting for me to look through six people's audio, you know, um, this group right here. So we kind of did some stuff on the fly. We kind of mixed it up. So you got Ambi that we can use to kind of flavor the whole piece if we want. And then you talked about getting it. And then this interview that didn't get recorded, but it was super interesting. So when you came back, you took them into the pizza room and, uh, <laughs> and they retold the story. So now when you say how hard it was to, um, you know, like you didn't know if you pressed the button or not, then I can take that moment, drop that story that you retold, and that moment where there's a piece of tape in here, I could play it for y'all, where she's like, did you get it? Did you get it? Yeah. That, that's a whole moment <laughs> yeah. right there, right? And there you we have it, either one mega piece of this day that we had together or three tiny pieces of your personal moments out in the streets, out and about. So I would like us to take this moment to clap it up. Brooklyn USA is produced by me, Sasha Mathias, and Emily Bogosian. Huge thanks to TK Dutas for editing the workshop audio into the beautiful tapestry you just listened to. Thanks to Paula Messina, Akisha McCants, and the entire Sound Thinking and CUNY Creative Arts teams for informing, empowering, and inspiring the next generation of women in audio. You can find out more about all the incredible work they're doing at facebook.com slash soundthinkingnyc. Thank you to Annie Malamet and TK Dutas for leading an unforgettable workshop. When she's not teaching a range of production classes at Brick and SVA, Annie hosts and produces the Posture Magazine podcast, Relevant, where you'll hear interviews with some of today's leading queer visionaries on art, performance, gender identity, sexuality, expression, and discrimination. Check it out. And when she's not producing the BuzzFeed podcast, Thirst Aid Kit, or leading audio workshops and panels around the country, Keisha TK Dutas can be found on Twitter at TastyKeish and hosting her morning show, TK in the AM, on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays at 10 a.m. on Bonfire Radio, the radio station she co-founded and runs in Brooklyn. Thank you to Sky McLeod, Mark Pagan, Liam Billingham, Jose Astorga, Clifford Aquay, and everyone at Brick Media Education and Brooklyn Free Speech for their help setting up the workshop. And thanks again to Joanna Sosa, Selena Termita, Lucy Bernheim, Naya Blankson, Crystal Romales, Angie Raimundo, for putting themselves out there, asking follow-up questions, getting good tape, and for reading our resumes 10 years from now. For more information on women in audio, check out soundgirls.org, the Women's Audio Mission, WNYC's Work It Festival, femalefrequency.com, and the Willie Mae Rock Camp for Girls. That is a very short and incomplete list, so please tweet us with more resources to share. And thank you to all women everywhere for everything you do, except the lot of you who continually decide to vote against the safety and well-being of all people everywhere. We're watching you. This episode featured music from the DeWolf Music Library. If you like what you hear, think we got something wrong, or just want to get in touch, you can leave us a comment, tweet us at Brick Radio, or leave a message at 347-504-0801. For more information on this and all Brick Radio podcasts, visit brickartsmedia.org radio. So one of the weirdest things I've ever seen is I was walking down the street and I saw a big bag of what looked like empty chips, um, but a pigeon walked out of it. So a pigeon had somehow walked into a bag of chips and like feasted, and then uh, and then I got to see it leave.